Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. 106 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. They wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex is Alberta. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. We are going to head straight off to our River Cree Resort Casino hotline and go to our Oilers Now headliner today for touchback safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety trading solutions at touchbacksafety.com. We go into the bubble. With uh, Edmonton Oilers, President of uh, Hockey Operations and General Manager, Ken Holland. Ken, thank you for taking time to join us on Oilers Now. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Nice to be with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did it seem a little different? Because uh, I, I, I believe you're in the bubble. All the general managers for the respective teams are in. Uh, I know you kind of, during the season, you're, you're kind of right by the JW Marriott. But did it seem a little bit different yesterday, uh, sort of moving in? Uh, it didn't seem different yesterday. Uh, you know, I got in yesterday, early yesterday afternoon. There weren't many teams here, but certainly it seemed different this morning. We went down for breakfast, and you know they've done a great job. There's, you know, the, we're, we've got a room for breakfast in Nashville and across the halls, Colorado. You got all these teams around, and then you go to the rink today to watch us skate. And uh, you know, you're seeing the, the Vancouver Canucks there, and the Winnipeg Jets are watching us practice. So it felt like. Uh, I don't know if it feels like uh, you know a World Cup or an Olympic format, or I, I said to somebody they may be like being at a midget or bantam hockey tournament where there's just teams everywhere and uh, so it's a unique experience. But I think it's going to be a great experience and a fun experience for everybody. And no media, so we appreciate the fact that you've taken some time here uh, to uh, to join us on Oilers Now and give us a little bit of perspective. Uh, I, I missed the opening day where uh, the media was up on the seventh floor uh, on the the first day of uh, training camp and then the one day where practice started at noon made it down for all of the scrimmages including the last four i'd like to get your overall assessment on on what you think you saw and maybe whether or not you, you see a faster team now than you had in the fall well i would say uh you know in talking to dave tippett and the coaches as i've been around i think we've all felt real good about the conditioning of our of our guys, uh, they played hard. Um, I thought they worked hard at practice, and I liked in the scrimmage that they were working hard away from the puck. They were back checking, trying to take space away. You know, playing the way you got to play um, to be successful in the playoffs. And I think, I think now we're excited to be in the hub. I think we're excited to play Calgary to play somebody else different tomorrow night. But I thought it's been a really good first two weeks, and 
Um, great spirits. Uh, I think everybody's excited about uh, the opportunity uh, ahead. And I, I, again, I think that uh, you know we played fast, uh, we competed hard. There was, I think, we were very pleased with the way the first two weeks went. Uh, you need your best guys engaged and driving it. Did you get that sense that Connor and Leon were doing that for you? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, Connor was flying. Um, you know, he obviously has had. Uh, you know, since March, I know that uh, I think he has a, a gym at his, at his at his house. So he, I know he spent lots of time at Edmonton, and then he went back to Ontario at some point in time. So uh, probably, you know, obviously last summer he was coming off the knee injury and was rehabbing. So it's probably his first time in the last couple of years where he could really spend some time, um, you know, getting his body in, in better shape. And and Leon was skating too. So certainly those two people are those two players are going to be. Uh, you know, you, like you said, you need your best players driving you, and, and I thought both the both guys were, um, were looked real good in the last two weeks. Oilers general manager Ken Holland. Ken, uh, we were at the NHL draft a year ago in June. You got Philip Roberg. Um, I had seen Philip play in the Holinka. He was Sweden's best player during that tournament. Um, I know there were some questions about his game. Um I was at the the, the, the four scrimmages, the, the scrimmage a week ago Saturday was unbelievable. They made a couple plays and beat some of the Oilers' top players in doing so. Then the scrimmage on Sunday, then the scrimmage again on Wednesday, and then the scrimmage that we uh, broadcast, we webcast on Saturday. I know we got a lot of people uh, providing some feedback uh, as to how good Baron Broberg looked, but I want to get to Philip Broberg. Are you surprised? Uh, you know, maybe assess what you saw, and are you surprised at what you saw? Well, first off, Bob, you know, I, I was at the link, uh, you know, in in Edmonton, and I saw him. I think Sweden played a couple of games, and I thought, you know, he was a guy. You know, he, he assessed a, a player that looked like he was going to be a first rounder. Where he's going to go, you got to watch. And I, I liked that he was carrying the puck. And then I went to the World Under 18s. You know, at the end of the year in April, and uh, Broberg was voted the best defense of the tournament. He was, he was, you know, he, he was attacked and he was bringing the puck. He was joining the rush, and then, uh, you know, his role at the World Junior this year in Sweden was a, uh, you know, he's in a shutdown pair with uh, the, the LA King defenseman uh, who went in the first round. Bjornfoot. Um, Bjornfoot, and uh, yep. they, they were, you know, kind of their shutdown pair. They played against the other teams, you know, top lines. They played on the penalty kill, so he was in a defensive role. You know, you looked at his stats. Uh, this, you know, he's an 18-year-old playing in the Swedish Hockey League. He gets three or four points. It's it's a hard league to get points. So I think coming here to camp, I know Jim Playfair talked to him early and in, uh, in uh, when he arrived and told him to feel comfortable and and just play. And I think that's that's what he did. He joined the he joined the rush and then, uh, you know for two weeks he. He played. I think he played good. He's got. To, it's got to be great for his uh, confidence to come in here. I mean, we're a team that's going into a 2014 NHL playoff tournament. Our, our players are are excited. Their NHL players are ramped up. It was competitive, and I don't think he really looked uh, looked out of place. He did lots of good things. Certainly, there's areas of his game that you that I think as you start to go forward, you'd like to uh, to, to tweak a little bit. But uh, his, his ability to um, to step in and, and, and be comfortable and not really look out of place. Um, again, like I said, it's got to be, be huge for his confidence. Ken, were there a couple wow moments for you watching him play? I know you're trying to be cautious and not build him up too much, and you you know you have a reputation for uh, percolating players and all those, but were there a couple times you're like, hmm, because there was. Well, I, 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 I think at the end of the day, Bob, um, 
you know, I don't know how many scrimmages we had, but I, he must have he scored a number of goals. I mean, well, I don't know, four, five, or six. So the one game he had two goals. I know he scored a goal in the cave, the Colby Cave game on Saturday. So it's hard competition. Now, again, it's a it's a small it's a small window sample size, right. but certainly the things that he did give would give you some hope and excitement that uh, optimism that down the road that he could have. Uh, you know, a real impact on this on this franchise. I want to make sure, like I've always done, you know, you don't bring in people too soon and put too many expectations sure. on young players. So, uh, you know, I'm going to stick with the plan. That he'll be here. We'll decide. You know, as, we'll see how far we go, and and as we go along, make decisions. I I, I think he'll be best served to go play for uh, Shalefti in, in the. Uh, in the Swedish league for the uh, you know 2021 season, I, their season's going to probably end before the NHL season. So, you know, when that season's over, he can come over and uh, and either play in Bakersfield or in uh, or join us in Edmonton. We'll we'll see. But I don't want again. I I I think that this two weeks was good for our coaches to see him. It was good for me to see him. Uh, it was good for his confidence to, to to be in this environment, to be on the ice every day with, some, you know, the McDavid's and the Nugent Hopkins and the nurses and the Bears and the uh, and the Dry Sidles and you know you go on and on and on. So um, I think it was uh, certainly it was a a reason to to feel optimism about about his potential uh, going forward. One of the you brought something up there because you know we we go to a rookie and I know maybe in twenty one twenty two we're going to be going to Penticton again, and so you would go there and uh, a, a kid like Broberg would play against you know seven guys that are going back to major junior, three guys that are twenty year olds that are going to CIS or U Sports, uh, four guys that are in on American Hockey League deals. But this was a little bit different just because of the caliber of how limited the training camp was. I mean, you only had 28 skaters there. It, it is a, it, you don't want to, it's a different barometer when you're evaluating all of your players, given that you have a smaller camp size, isn't it, than maybe in a traditional training camp model. Well, totally. I think, I think you know, I, again, I think the reason for, for, you know, getting, you know, Optimism is is given the caliber of players in camp. I mean, it's not it's not a. I mean, I've been obviously we we started the the prospect tournament in, in Traverse City, Michigan, 1998, and 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 that, that, that and that's the same thing as the Penticton tournament, the Las Vegas tournament. And you always when players play good, your, your next thing is okay. Let's get them to the next level, and let's get them to the pro camp and see you know where they are. This this is it, this is basically. You know, 28 skaters. This is 30 players. This is the 30 best players that the Edmonton Oilers have on the ice every day, getting ready for going into playoffs. I mean, we're getting ready yep. for a for a playoff series. It's not, you know, it's not a August skate where guys are sort of skating around. And you know, I, our, everybody understands the importance of, of of gearing up and getting ready here over the next uh, over the past two weeks, and now this week heading into uh, our Chicago series on uh, on starting on Saturday. So certainly that that gives. Gives give, would give one some 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 um, reason for op, reason for optimism. I, I I always try to Bob. I always try to you know the world we live in. It's I, I want people to come at their own pace. And some are ready early, and some need a little bit more time. And I I, I don't want young players to come and be you know spare parts and be sure. the seventh defenseman. Or they, I want them to be in an environment on a team where they can. They can they can become somewhat important and feel good about themselves and then you know kind of grow their game and and, and develop. So uh, I, I, at the end of the day, 
what's happened here isn't going to change my plan as to how we're going to handle them. But I also think it's, it's like I said, it's it's good for our coaching staff. When I talk about some, they've never seen him before. Now they, they've, they've seen him for two weeks. They know what he's like as a person, as a player. We, we, we talk about the plan going forward in the offseason, whether it's this offseason, the next offseason. You know, Dave Tippett and Jim Playfair, they've uh, they've had a look at uh, Philip, And from his perspective, you know, he's... Uh, Again, he's been on the ice every day for, for the last two weeks and will continue here for the next couple of weeks at least um, being on the ice with, with some of the best players in the world and starting to, to realize that uh, I, can, I can play at that level. Personal observation for me, I thought Bouchard picked it up in the final couple scrimmages as well, but I want to ask you about Ethan Bear. I mean, uh, he really looks smooth out there over the course of uh, right from the start of training camp again he had a great fall camp uh, and made the team and you know he led NHL defenseman in ice time this year Ken he didn't get power play time if he got power play time on the Oilers power play he might have been in a conversation for rookie of the year because you know he would have put up a lot more points you got to be impressed with what you're seeing out of Ethan very impressed I think uh, he's, he's you know he's come to this well, first off, he had a great season. I mean, like you had talked about, and then, uh, you know, coming here two weeks ago to the start of this, uh, um, you know, training camp, um, he and Darnell Nurse. I mean, they they both they both have just uh, looked so confident. They've got a comfort level. Uh, they they both played very very well, um, and um, certainly Ethan is is one of the reasons why, uh, you know, we had a, a a real good year. He played in our top four. Uh, um, uh, defenseman in terms of minutes all year, and obviously we 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 we, we had 80 plus points. So uh, he's been an important part of our team. He looks great. He's got a real good jump. He looks fresh. Um, he's he's been a great story for us. Ken Holland joining us. Uh, he's our headliner today. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Ken, uh, some managers have. Uh, philosoph- philosophies. Uh, Ethan's a restricted free agent. Uh, you got a couple guys at RFAs, a couple guys. Mike Smith's a UFA goaltender. Um, do you have a philosophy when it comes to negotiating contracts during playoffs? Do you do that, or do you kind of just? Well, what's your take on that? Uh, I, I don't, Bob. I did. I remember I, when I got to Detroit in 1994 as assistant manager. I remember that year we went to the finals and lost to the New Jersey. We were negotiating with Mike Vernon. I say we, Jim Devolano. I had a relationship with Mike, and it just you know you know it got to be uncomfortable. You're trying to win, and you're you're negotiating. So I made a decision um, as I became the manager that I was you know once you got within a couple of weeks of the playoffs, something hadn't been done. I wanted the focus of everybody, of all our players, to be on on, on to trying to help our team go on a long playoff run versus the distraction of of, 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 a, of a negotiation. So I I do not negotiate uh, during the playoffs. Yes, a Pugliarvi. Uh, is there any update on that front? At all? Um, because I know the other business continues. you still got Tyler Wright putting together lists and interviewing players on the amateur side. Keith Gretzky's got to work go- towards uh, helping build a team in the American Hockey League. Um, is there any news at all on Yes, a Pugliarvi? Well, I guess the new, you know, we've we've communicated as Agent Marcus Lato and I have talked uh, um, two, three times over the last, I don't know, two, three weeks. We'll, you know, continue to we'll continue to talk. Um, we have talked. I have talked, uh, you know, to, with Jesse himself uh, once over the last uh, I think three, three, two, three weeks. We had a Zoom call um, 
Marcus uh, is a, Marcus Lado is agent Jesse Dave Tippett and myself um, so we continue to to talk and uh, I'll uh, we'll see where it goes I, I, we'll, 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 we'll see where it goes but we have there is communication um, we'll see where it goes Okay, and one final one. Just a thought. I mean, uh, you're getting the Chicago Blackhawks. They're a veteran experienced team. This this thing to me, just this whole setup, the ongoing maturation of your team. I think you're quicker and deeper now than many people thought in the fall. I mean, is it fair to say anybody could any of the 24 teams that are in right now could win this? Ken? Well, I think so. I you know, I, I guess I would say this to you about can all 24 teams win the Stanley Cup? Uh, you know, some teams got to win, you know, eight teams got to win five rounds. I, I don't know, but I think all 24 teams can win a round or two. I, I think I think that uh, it's, you know, nobody knows. We haven't played since the mid-March. I, I think anybody can beat, uh, can beat anybody. I think that's the reason for the excitement and the optimism of everybody is they're coming into this this tournament and there's a, there's a big unknown and you, you don't, it's not like, Teams are just, you know, those standings are, are are way in the the way in the distance. So it's a five. You know, these play-ins are best of fives. Things happen in a best of five. They can they can they can go quick. So uh, certainly that's the way we're looking at it. We're we're excited. We're optimistic. We believe if we play our very best that we can go on a on a playoff run. But you got to play your you, but you got to play your very best. So uh, I think it's going to be. Um, it's, I think it's wide open. It's going to be exciting. Ken, we appreciate your time. Thank you for uh, educating us a bit here in the bubble. And uh, I don't know when I'll see you next, but uh, thanks again for joining us once again on Oilers Now. Calling time, Bob. Thanks. You've- you bet. That is Ken Holland. He is the Oilers president of hockey operations and the general manager. It is uh, 123 in Edmonton. He said call any time, so we're going to call once a week. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll go to break. We'll come back. I'll get to some of your texts uh, when we return. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 126 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Strong possibility you'll see both Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen against the Chicago Blackhawks. That'll start Sunday. Oilers preseason tilt tomorrow night against the Calgary Flames. Reed Wilkins coming up at uh, 1.35 today. Uh, he will have the pregame show along with Rob Brown, myself, and Jack Michaels. And then Jack and me will have the call tomorrow night. But again, Ken Holland was the Reuters now headliner for Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. We're going to go into the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. And we have a lot of texts that have come in on Ken Holland's appearance. Uh, Bob says, uh, Bob, is there any general manager in the league that gives such detailed and relaxed interviews. The Oilers are lucky to have you. Uh, Oilers GM says, Bob, reading between the lines, I think Holland and Tippett have convinced Leto and Pugliarvi to come back. I, it's an interesting perspective, Oilers GM. I think TBA. Don't forget the Oilers have uh, on the right side, uh, Kyler Yamamoto, Zach Cassian, Josh Archibald, and Alex Chason. Uh, so... They've already got four right wings. They're probably going to re-sign Patrick Russell, I would think, as a depth guy. The coach certainly likes him. Bob, I texted last week that Ken Holland is the best man for Broberg, and I'll say it again. Ken will do what's best because that's what he does. Uh, and, again, you can uh, text us at 780-496-0063. Boy, uh, Bob, the order should make a documentary and call it The Boys 
in the plastic bubble. Well, there was a movie once, a made-for-TV. I think it was a made-for-TV movie, The Boy in the Bubble. Brendan, it was well before you were even born. Uh, but you know who starred in that movie? A very young, very young John Travolta was in that movie back in the day. That might have even been in the 1970s. Uh, this general, uh, this texter says, Bob, I'd say Ken Holland and James uh, Jim's, Jim Nill, who, of course, worked for Holland in Detroit, are the two easiest-going GMs. And, uh, yeah, they're open guys, and they're willing to discuss things. Uh, you know, it's... You, what do you, one of the things I know, like, sometimes... I, I don't know about you, Brandon, but I notice, like, Ken is easygoing, and he's willing to have a conversation, and he has a, like... Again, Broberg was good, but there's kind of a plan that's in place. It was, I'll be honest with you, unless the Oilers suffer a couple injuries, I'd be surprised if Broberg played. But it was hard not to notice how good he was uh, down at uh, practice and at the scrimmages over the course of the last couple of weeks. And, again, you're privileged if you're able to go into those situations. But uh, anything you wanted to chime in? You know what? Broberg looked incredible. Uh, I saw him when you guys were broadcasting the game, and he's certainly flashed that skating. Ken seems like he's confident in his approach, you know, and isn't taking... he just they do what they do and it's proven to work over the last calendar year but uh, as far as somebody being present and and available holland is as you've mentioned a bunch of times right up there uh, in the press box with the rest of us and you don't no, often see that no I, ego no, no ego exactly right and it's uh, it's a good thing uh this text comes to us uh, hey bob i just got home after 4 months in bali happy birthday to brendan ulrich from Ziggy Palfy out in Kelowna. Well, by the way, the Ziggy Palfy handle is awesome. That's that's a really good one. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with David Bowles. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports uh, and the Oilers Radio Network will uh, join us at 135. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.